Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories as your no-sir crew goes on a, what used to be a ratings war between WCW and WWF Raw and Nitro. It's the go-home show for SummerSlam as we will be marking out no-sir. Summerfest? Uh, Survivor Fest Slam Summer. Uh, we'll be marking out no-selling on the midweek War Stories upcoming. Nitro is just Nitro for WCW. Mm, but is it? Is it? We'll find it's, out. It's not even Johnny Nitro at this point. This doesn't. This doesn't uh, resemble is it just the w? Nitro that I knew and loved. Is it W now? <laughs> it's just WC. But one thing you can see is I'm your host Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey yo, and the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike. That's enough. Easy, I said that dude. so many times while watching these four shows. <laughs> August. 21st of the year 2000 for Monday for us. What we're going to be talking about. All right. We're going to go to Wichita, Kansas. That's unfortunate. For WCW Monday Nitro. Commentary team is one. Tony Schiavone, Scott Hudson, and Mark Madden. It may not be sexy, but I still maintain it's smart on their part. Go to those towns that it just is not hitting. That way you're going to get a live crowd. Yeah, but there's towns like that you can go to, like, in California. You don't have to go to Kansas. I mean, that's true, but you also have to remember... I mean, if I were them, I'd focus on what was WCW country, and Kansas is closer to that than, say, California. It's like if WCW were able to go to Oregon at the time because of the betting ban that they had. The old good old athletic commission. That um, they probably would have came here if they could have. Uh, we started the show off with a, a remembrance of a Peter uh, Seligman. Oh, 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 I looked this up. Okay, okay good. Would you like me to go into it? Please, Of yes. course, because according to Corey... I was drawing a blank. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason for that. Oh, oh. He's not a wrestler. Oh. He was a sports agent. Oh. Represented a bunch of guys. <coughs> I didn't write those names down because I'm an asshole. Because that wasn't the uh, intriguing part of this, of this gentleman's life. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, that he was um, 31 when he died. He was pretty young. Um, He... Was on his way with his fiance to get their marriage license. They were going to get married in a couple of months. Okay. They were in New York City. Mm-hmm. They were from the area. Okay. They were taking the subway. <coughs> they uh, got off of their, they were getting ready to change trains or whatever. Uh-oh. And he uh, said he was feeling kind of weird. So they stepped outside to get some air, collapsed, like he like, fainted, and fell onto the tracks and was electrocuted. Jesus Christ. Did they ever find out what was with him before that? Uh, he's uh, no, Damn. but yeah, that's a shitty way to go. Yeah, it's not great, Bob. Uh, shitty way to uh, your fiance watches the whole yeah, thing. Not an ideal. So that's uh, that's what happened to him. Well, that fucking sucks. So, you, you know, I gotta admit, my mind was going a slightly different direction when you were talking I, about when, being when, in subways on in New York. I was like, ah. So how many times was he shot? <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably would preferred that. Yeah. So this is uh, that's yeah. Jesus Christ, that sounds terrible. No, no, yeah, not, not, not okay. Uh, we're set <laughs> on that <laughs> upper note. On that upper note, let's go to a recap of last night, uh, last week's night show of Russo wanting to fire Goldberg, but can't, and then Tank and Goldberg have a shoot brawl. Hmm. It was it was stiff. I mean, I was flaccid, but it was stiff. Uh, Goldberg costing Jeff Jarrett the title as last week's show was was a night of re- rematches for one. Goldberg just feuding with everybody. Yes. Okay. He's he is 
He is the Ric Flair of this company, Corey. And then also putting uh, Goldberg putting Medeja through a table. Maybe. <laughs> Ish. More on that later in the week. Yeah, wait. Yeah, uh, more <laughs> on that with uh, more, more on that. the midweek war stories, which you can listen to at uh, nosoentertainment.com. If you hate Mike today, don't watch Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> It's like that was an interesting direction to go in. Yep. Uh, we we start the show off. We go backstage with Vince Russo on the phone with Scott Steiner, telling him to relax. It's and the uh, cat's gimmick. It's going to happen tonight, and tonight's tonight. Uh, Jeff Jarrett interrupts and tells Russo that he wants Goldberg, and Russo tells him that uh, to relax and that he got this. And Nash is on his way. Wait, he got it like that? Was that what he's saying? Basically. So Russo is now working with. Jeff Jarrett, mm-hmm. Scott Steiner, and now Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Even though Nash and Steiner were wrestling just last week, new bloodish. Oh, that's long gone. It's just uh, Russo's group. Russo's. Rat it's almost tab. like they're a corporation, or uh, wait, no, it's, it's a ministry. <coughs> uh, no, uh, a wolf pack. Main event no. mafia. I don't quite know what it is. <laughs> Uh, What we do know is a recap of Thunder of Team Canada costing General Erection the Canadian heavyweight title. This leads to our first match tonight. It's for the cruiserweight title or the 100 uh, kilo and under match as it's Elix, oh, prime time Elix Skipper. Get right. There it is. Versus Lieutenant Loco. All right. As Lance Storm joins commentary. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, Chavo can... How do I put this without sounding condescending? Because Elix Skipper's pretty good. For for such a young guy, he's not great, but he's uh, for the young guys. He's pull a good pre- match out of him. Yeah, he's a pretty good match. Let's see if Lieutenant Loco can pull something more than what the Greenhorn is capable of. Out, mm, yeah. or does he get the chance? They got some time here. No one Russo. He probably has Elix calling the match. Yeah. Um, Skipper jumps over Loco, then Loco jumps to do head scissors takedown, but uh, Skipper uh, slips, so Loco just jumps. Again, yep. until he gets under him to do the spot, and because ju- he's in the corner jumping on the turnbuckle and just Whoa. jumps, Did he, win the match? Mm-hmm. he jumps, okay. skips, so he, he like slips and then fucking not here yet, jumps again. It's like I don't, it's like you're playing Mario and you're triple jumping, waiting for him to show up. Uh, Loco goes to the top rope, but Storm knocks him off. Rection and then uh, Loco get into it and. Uh, uh, Erection and Storm get into it and fight through the crowd. Loco grabs the chair, but Skipper uh, that Skipper brought in, but the ref stops him. This allows Skipper to pull out his uh, gray cup ring and hit Loco for the win. Mm. All right. Before the match, you guys were saying you know before I said you got, it, this had promise and it did, but like this match went like two minutes and then the outside shenanigans happened. Just like well, that's, that, that's Vince Russo. Vince Russo's booking the show. There's probably not going to be one clean finish. That's the way it is. Well, let's find that tonight. So far, we're one for one. We go backstage with Goldberg arriving, asking if Scott Stannard's here. Asks some old dude, and it's like, no, not yet. Then the camera, uh, then we pan to Vince Russo telling uh, Scott Stannard that, uh, be ready, because, uh, um, or if uh, Steiner, he asks Steiner if he's ready, and, Steiner's, and then we cut to him. It's like, yeah, I'm on my way. Then we get a promo with Vince Russo with security. Uh, Russo says that he promised that he wouldn't be on TV anymore, but they keep pulling him back in. Yeah, by popular no. demand, you mean? No. Yeah, sure. Who, who's they? 
I'll wait. Him himself. Oh, okay. So he has a split personality? He, 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 he'll blame the guy who's writing the show. There it is. It's that creative team, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Russo has a problem with Goldberg. Uh, Go, as he starts talking around, Goldberg comes to the crowd and attacks all the security members that were in, in the ring with Russo. Uh, Goldberg gets face-to-face with Russo, and Russo says, if you touch him, uh, it's a breach of contract. But Russo says that Goldberg has a guaranteed contract. Uh, Russo brings out Goldberg's contract and wants him to sign for his release. And uh, Goldberg can show up anywhere next Monday if he wants to. And he'll be paid in full. Yep. When you're so far behind the other wrestling company, don't don't waste time putting them over in your storylines, giving them, like, top billing. What are you doing? Yeah, because, like, cause now next week people are going to, to tune in, like, what if he signed it, right? Yeah, what if he did? Next week, is Goldberg going to be here? Then the, you're, they absolutely just, they get a, they get a, a 17 in rating? Like, what are we doing here? Especially since isn't next week the uh, day after SummerSlam? You know? So you're pushing people towards WWF on the, just, the night after a big pay-per-view? I mean, fuck. You me. know. Yeah, you know. Well, you know. It's things like that, and I don't believe this is real, but it's things like that that have always planted that uh, popular rumor that people think McMahon sent Russo down to WCW to kill it. No, I don't believe that's the case. But it's, it's situations like this that are so boneheaded. You're so, like, maybe? I don't believe that's possible. The, no, I don't believe it's the case. <laughs> but I think it crossed his mind when he was there. He was like, let's let him do this. Yeah. Yeah. After you got that phone call <laughs> where he quit, he's like, all right, all right. McMahon is watching or having people watch. And he's like, Russo's talking about you guys again. Oh, yeah. okay. So we do this because... For the love of the game, guys. Which yes. the podcast. That's why we watch. Who uh, who was the unfortunate fuck that had to watch this shit and report to oh, Vince? Oh, the Fink. Oh, my God. The Fink was in charge of watching all the stuff. Uh, Jesus. The, the Fink would have to get there every uh, was it Wednesday, I believe, the Observer is released. Uh, the Fink would have to get to the office at like 4 a.m., 3.30 a.m. Uh, Thursday to type up. All the information in the Observer, the Torch, and every other dirt sheet so that Vince and all his cronies could have a cheat sheet of what's going on and what news is and what this, that, and the other is. And he was also the guy that would have to watch the other stuff. Mm. So ECW, Smoky Mountain, WCW, anything that was going to maybe mean something down the line to Vince, Fink had to watch to, to know what's going on. That's unfortunate. Yeah. However, I would I would gladly uh, you do that. You take that job uh, Tony, any day now. If you Tony Khan, if you want to hire me to to, to watch wrestling for you, like because I know you watch it yourself. That he doesn't sleep, but you you need to focus on creative and all that other shit. Pay me to watch all the other wrestling in the world. I will let you know what's going on. Unfortunately, he's already doing that with MJF. Exactly, and that's the problem. <laughs> I need the job. MJF has enough money. Yeah. Well, hire me to do it. The database. We uh, hire. It's, it's in the name. Yeah, we're hire. We're we're start a Twitter thing for you, Corey. Uh, well, Goldberg looks at the contract and this rips it up. It's uh, a bad way to do business, right? Uh, Russo brings up uh, that Jared. <laughs> That's what I do with any contract he gets put in front of me? <laughs> I just sign it immediately. Oh, uh, sir, that was your menu for your the restaurant you're at. Whatever. I'll have it. <laughs> uh, Russo uh, brings up Jarrett, Nash, and Steiner all want a piece of Goldberg. So before I move on, 
Is Goldberg a babyface or a heel? He's a babyface now. They yeah, switched. They're, they're, they switched. Okay. They gave up because, well, it was going absolutely nowhere. Yeah, it, it wasn't working. And the the new New Blood Rising thing with the fake shooty shooty thing. That shoot didn't promo work. he did was his switch. Oh, yeah, Jesus. They, th- that didn't work. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. now they're. Uh, Go- Russo brings up Goldberg's girlfriend, Beth. And, but then that's when Goldberg uh, grabs Russo by the throat. Beth. But, oh, sorry. Oh, I was singing that kiss, kiss song. song. Martha. Oh, wait, Martha. 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 Uh, Steiner shows up in the Tron and he's outside Goldberg's uh, girlfriend's hotel room. And Steiner says he's going to uh, show her how to be with a real man. And then he barges in and takes Beth away. As then Goldberg storms to the back. So he rapes her? That's what we're doing? No, no, he just abducted her. No for now, him. for now, I mean, just abducted. He's gonna show her how to be with a real man. But that but, implies putting dick in something. How? Well, however, however, uh, again, <coughs> innocent until proven guilty was still the thing back in two thousand. Now it's very much guilty until proven innocent. Um, the so, Republican. So, like, you gotta see. I don't know. Uh, right now, he, he's definitely in for abduction. Yeah. Bum bum. Well, okay, quick. Why do you still call it kidnapping if it's an adult? Adult napping? I mean, it doesn't have a good ring to it. it neither, yeah, but, but still. Do you think it'd be funny? Oh my god! Do you think it would be funny if W if any wrestling company like DDT would do like crime episodes of like episodes like a judge like a, like Page in the Package. Like page the package, but like they legit do like a full episode like a one. Better than what I, th- I thought he was gonna recommend them doing like SVU shit. Well, they could, they could it, depending on the storyline, Katie. No, Vick, let's um, never have that storyline. But you know what I mean. Like that'd be like if they do like an episode, like they're in they're in court. Like Scott Steiner, you uh, abducted. Well, I mean, WWE's done it like five times. Yeah, but like a better company would do it. It'd be more funny. So, did you guys hear about that the the kidnapping at school? No, the kid's fine. He woke up. There it is. Uh, where we go? Uh, Goldberg runs to the back. Russo's about to leave, but then Booker T comes out. Uh, hey guys, you know Booker T's the champ. Sure, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. Yeah. Uh, Booker T wants Russo to deliver, to deliver a message to one Kevin Nash. As soon as Nash gets here, uh, Booker will be up so far at uh, Russo's behind that he oh that Nash is behind that he couldn't breathe. So wait, now it's Booker raping Nash? Yes. Ba 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 ba. Like swimming, Your Honor. And it was not like it was sexual he was here. Swimming in his ass. Who's gonna be so far up there? Your Honor, the defendant. Uh, <laughs> and famously, Booker T has a small penis, so it couldn't be his penis. <laughs> Your Honor, the defendant. Uh, accusate, uh, accu- uh, it was going accusated. To accusated the rape. <laughs> I got accusated. Then the ref's like, or the, the judge is like, you didn't say that. <laughs> Tell me, you didn't say, say that. <laughs> I accusate <laughs> that. I object, sir. Why? Because Sucka's got to know. Stevie Ray is Booker's. Stevie Ray's the lawyer. The bo- that would be awesome. Suck hold, up, hold up. So we got Paige of the Package yeah. as uh, Lenny and whatever his fucking partner was. Yeah. yeah. And Stevie Ray is uh, the, the lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. God damn it. I'd watch it. Yeah. Bang, bang. Sucka's got to know. Like, when he won't answer, he just. This is, this is the. Sucka's got to know! This is the Page of the Package reboot. <laughs> it's a yeah. reboot, yep. Uh, Russo asked Booker, who, uh, do you know who you're talking to? Uh, sounds like Vince McMahon. Uh, Russo said that he made Booker. Booker was the bottom of, uh, at the bottom of the eight years, and maybe that's where he should be right now. Well, he's ten-time champs. I don't know about all that. but you know, okay. Multiple-time TV champ. Sure. Uh, Russo tells Booker to get to stepping. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. Russo, so, and then and Booker then decides. I'm didn't include boy. Gets to stepping, boy. Uh, Booker then decides to kick him in the gut and do an axe kick. 
to one Russo. So that's a breach of contract, right? That should be a uh, yeah. You'd be fired. Uh, then we see Goldberg running to his motorcycle and driving off. So hold on, hold on. <coughs> Technically, what we watched is what we saw. Yeah. But what we didn't see was the commercial break that happened in between that. Yeah. Which means Ombre and that fucker parked apparently in the next goddamn county because <laughs> this motherfucker can't do anything quickly. Which will she in a second? Oh yeah! And finally got oh, to yeah. his fucking motorcycle. Hey, remember, remember when he came back in like July and he he she pulled up in the car that was smaller than he was. Yeah. <laughs> like what is with this dude in vehicles and where to park them? And he parked it right up against the truck, the production truck that was like eight miles from the arena. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He uh, he took. Uh, he threatens Woody. Woody, I parked outside. Watch my fucking car. <sighs> Was like I'm dealing with fucking old. I can't say that yet because I have a I have a new name for the new group later on. No, I can't we'll get wait to. to hear that. Well, don't worry. As backstage, the natural born thrillers uh, help Russo. As Russo says, "Hey, uh, uh, Chuck Palumbo, if Nash doesn't show, if Nash is late tonight, you get a title match tonight with Booker <laughs> T." What? What? That's how title matches are given out now. Yeah. Uh, hey, Rook. Hey, you, Greenhorn. If the main event doesn't show up, you get the shot. There isn't anybody else in the building you can do that with. Nope. Nobody else. Nope. Chuck Palumbo. Uh, at least they picked the right guy in the group, in my opinion. <laughs> like, at least at, <laughs> at least if they had picked old meat, he has experience. <laughs> You're right. Uh, but he's somehow worse than all the other guys already. I agree with you. That has nothing to do with this. <laughs> well, let's go to our next match. Let's see if it gets any better. It's a mixed tag match as it's Kiwi and Paisley versus MIA members Corporal Cajun and Major Gun. So no, it doesn't. Got it. No, nope. awesome. it, it gets worse. In fact, what is going on? Uh, commentary brings up that cameras are following Goldberg. So whenever he can show up to the, uh, actually they're out, they're actually out speeding Goldberg. They have to stop and wait for him to catch yeah. up. It's like the OJ chase. <laughs> uh, Gun does a sunset flip on Kiwi and then she instant tags out. Cajun with a power slam. Cajun slingshots Kiwi into Paisley in the corner. Major Guns gets the tag and runs in and uh, runs into Paisley in the corner. Uh, Guns does a scoop slam and a second turnbuckle crossbody for the win. Um, after the match, Guns rips her shirt uh, shirt off, but Paisley and Kiwi attack Guns and Cajun. There's your match. Cool. What, what does that mean? We go backstage with Vince Russo on the phone with Scott Steiner, telling Scott that Goldberg's on his way and you better be, and he better be ready. Then we cut backstage to Tank Abbott yelling at three count. Abbott, uh, or we go to the ring. As Abbott leaves the ring, they tell him that they need to practice. So, like, we legit cut to them. We we don't hard cut. Hard cut. We don't see a performance. We don't see anything. It's just we cut to Tank Abbott yelling at three count in the ring. Yep. Whew, hard cut. Then the Dark Carnival comes out and they attack uh, three count. Uh, Ice Instinct Clown Posse's back with them. <sighs> Vampiro uh, says that Juggalo Wrestling is taking over WCW, JCW. Yeah, Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Yeah, couldn't say that part on TV. Was the actual name yeah. of the company for years? Now it's Championship yeah. Wrestling. But uh, Vampiro has the Juggalo Heavyweight Title. It's basically the Wing Eagle with a red strap. It's not a bad looking belt. No, it's not terrible. As goes that new AEW women's belt, but you know, nothing is. Nothing is. Uh, Vampiro proper 
It's the weirdest thing. I mean, they was never going to grab a stronghold, but there are proper promoters who took it seriously. <laughs> it's the uh, most outlawest of mud shows, yet ran the best. Right? Which is weird. It's like, we ran like a professional joint. Like, uh, how, how do you feel about your world champion Slim Anus? Big fan of that guy? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, Vampiro says people back been holding him back. Um, Vampiro says that Sting hasn't gone to hell yet. It's just the beginning. Uh, then, this will not then Tank Abbott comes in and run, uh, runs them all off, and then he says, uh, "Here, take the belt away from Vampiro, the juggler title." So later on tonight, Vampiro versus Tank Abbott for the juggler title. That, love to... that is on brand. That a hundred percent should be the feud for that title. I would love to see Tank Abbott in the center of a group of thousands of juggalos and willing to fight every one of them. You guys, have you ever heard that Stephen Lynch song? Yeah. That he dedicates to Juggalos? No. Yeah, it's called The Gathering. Won. It's hilarious. Yeah. They love that song. They like take it as a point of pride and play. Like he he's played that like festival multiple times. They love that song. And he's like, I wrote it obviously to make fun of them, and they just got it and latched onto it, and now it's they fucking love the song. It's so funny. It's uh, they're it's, the weirdest people, like the greatest people on earth. They're so weird. I, I I don't get it. I want to hate Juggalos on on theory, but just you, the music. Yeah, but you can't hate the people because no. they're, they seem they're to be genuinely good. nice, good people. Yeah, can't judge a book by its cover. They're the only, honestly, the only company in wrestling that just stopped doing shows. Everybody else tried to figure out how to do it without fans. They were like, nah, nope, it's good. it's not safe. We're not doing it, period. Plus, ironically, one of, if not the first company that really was inclusive to trans and, and gay like wrestling I mean, tropes. ICP, are, they're very much fringes. They're the fringe yeah. society people. So it would 100% make sense. They would identify with people who have been you know marginalized. And so it's, yeah, it's the weirdest community, man, because... Their songs are, terrible. I mean, fucking terrible. Well, you but, know, they've come out and both all said uh, that they regret. Oh, yeah. It, 20 years on, they're yeah. like, you know, we were just dumb. No excuse. Yeah. We were dumb 20-year-olds who did what every other dumb 20-year-old did. And yeah. mm-hmm. looking back, we're ashamed. And that's not how we want to be now. And, and the music's still not better. But. Oh, yeah. No, the music still <laughs> sucks, but it's not as homophobic. And, you know, it, was a big plot, it was a big plot twist of 2020. Yeah, I didn't expect the... Yeah, uh, another I twist. I didn't expect Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope to be more responsible than our government, but yep. there you go. Well, we go backstage with Chuck Palumbo getting ready. Uh, then we go promo with... <laughs> what a uh, sentence. <laughs> Jesus Christ. For, like, dinner or... He's just getting ready. You know, he's looking <clears> in the mirror, <throat> and, you know, he's got that hair. Yep. And he's got the six pack, and he's he's oiled up. He's looking ready. You know what? He looks good to me. Does he? Just saying. You know, what he looks like to me Jungle Boy, and I can't butlers the fuck out of me, and I can't unsee That's it. That's Jungle Boy's dad, Jungle Man. Jungle Man. Uh, we got a promo with the <laughs> Jungle na- Pappy with the Natural Born Thrillers. <laughs> natural Bjorn. Bjorn. What are they, tennis players? Yeah. <laughs> natural Born Identity. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing here? Natural, natural Born Bjorn Thrillers. Bjorn as it's uh, Mike Sanders, Sean Stasiak. Uh, Chuck O'Hare. Hey, Chuck O'Hare. Chuck O'Hare. Chuck, I, Chuck like, O'Hare. <laughs> it's a Chuck of hair, right? Jungle Chuck. Chuck, I like Chuck. Ch- love Chuck O'Hare. Chuck yeah, O'Hare. let's just go with that. Chuck. Uh, Sean. Uh, Meat. Meat. Yeah. No, uh, say Zach. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark Jindrak and that guy, Reno. Uh, Palumbo's not with him as he's getting ready, he's for, getting his, ready for his world title match. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Sorry, I'm uh, getting over a cold. Um, Sanders says that they've been abused by a bitter purse at the power plant. I wonder who that could be. Uh, Sarge. Let's see who that would be. Yeah. Or he's, is he going to finish? What? Oh, you're gonna, are you just I'm singing just, Mr. Wonderful in I'm your just, head? Uh, i got visions of Paul Wonderful in my head. Oh, okay. He's got a weird tiny arm. <laughs> so Sanders then decides to break down every member in the ring. Couldn't turn him off, brother. How uh, he tells them their height and weight so you, everybody knows. Um, everybody uh, thought Mark's, <coughs> Mark, Mike Mark Sanders Summers. Mark was Sanders. like the second coming of The Rock when he first came out. Really? So charismatic. He's, he's basically that, um, Mikey Whipwreck. No, his nickname is perfectly encapsulates it. He's above average. That's it. <laughs> he was never on my show. Yeah, he's just he's just there. He's you know above average. If average is two and a half, he's two and three quarters. Jesus. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something to strive for, Cody. Yeah. Be above average, Mike Sanders. And he cuts the same promo every week. I guess in that way he is the Rock. But other than that, hmm. this Rock's funny occasionally. Well, this guy's just like well. Cool. Paint dried, kept talking. So He says that uh, Russo's giving them the opportunity, but it's not quick enough, so they're going to start busting some doors down. Damn, you're just knocking over anybody who got you in the door. That's right, Those brother. Those trainers, fuck them. Fuck the guy who put us on TV. Um, I wanna fuck say, all y'all. I want to say at this moment, they mentioned also that uh, Mr. Meat, uh, Mr. Sean Stasiak, is uh, hurt. He has <laughs> knee brace on. Mr. Meat. Mr. Meat. I love that. Bump, <laughs> Screw bump. you, Mr. Meat. Well, don't worry, guys. Uh, speaking of screwing around, the filthy animals come on out. They're their faces again now. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Conan says that they're bland. Um, they don't yeah. have anything to do. Uh, they don't have anything uh, to do. They all just came to the power plant, and they have nothing. Uh, haven't done anything. Uh, filthy true. animals have held all the titles, most of them. True. And uh, true. they've all had titles. And and also the, the natural born uh, thrillers don't got it like that. <sighs> They for sure don't have it like that. Of all the catchphrases Conan has ever come up with, that's my least favorite. Uh, the that animals, says something. That's because you don't got it like that. That says something, too. That's enough. The animals head down in the ring, and then they cut to commercial. Because <laughs> so would I. Well, I'll try something. That's enough. <laughs> Click. Uh, so our next match is the filthy animals of Disco, Hoobie, and Ray versus uh, Chuck O'Hare, uh, Mark Jindrak, and Mike Sanders. Is or actually, Sean O'Hare. This is Chuck. Sure. It's Sean, I know. So it's just it's the Jags against the Jackoffs. There cool. it is. Okay. Uh, Conan and Stasek join commentary. Oh, thank Jesus, God. fuck. And Madden just left. <laughs> I blame him. I get out of there too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stasek says he has a hurt, hurt knee, and Conan says that he's just posing. Um, so uh, Conan's like, oh yeah, this is a title match. Uh, commentary's like, no, it's not. Uh, Tony's like, WCW has informed me that this is not a title match. They still make the rules around here. see what Conan tried to do there. This is... It's not the WCW that I love, son. (laughs) (laughs) It feels so weird. Uh, This this is not last year's WCW. Not even close. (laughs) I'm longing for those days. Where's Nash and Savage? Give me Nash Savage and Sid all over again, please. Yep. Who drove the Hummer? I need to know. I just need to know. Eric Bischoff, we found that out. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hoobie, with, payoff. Hoobie with a face busher, then Ray with a springboard leg drop. Um, commentary brings up that the that uh, that is uh, oh uh, that this is now Young Blood, no longer the old wax museum that used to be here and just do leg drops. Ooh, ooh. brother! Damn, oh, dude. 
Uh, ironically oh. enough, Conan is the Hulk Hogan of his promotion in Mexico, but, you know. Yeah, brother. Uh, O'Hare, stuff, yeah. O'Hare tags him Jindrak with his foot. And is also old and broken down and not working. But hey. Uh, it's a tag. Right? Uh, Disco with atomic drop, <laughs> and then Hoovy hits a springboard heel kick. Hoovy with a Frankensteiner on Jindrak. Ray goes... To some people. Ray goes to the top rope, but O'Hare kicks him off. Uh, Jindrak with the stalling suplex on Ray. Sanders pops Ray up in the air and for O'Hare to do the power slam. O'Hare with the sit-down powerbomb on Ray. Hoovy with head scissors takedown on Sanders. Hoovy and Disco hit poetry in motion on Sanders. <laughs> you want to run that by me one more time? <laughs> Hoovy and Disco hit poetry in motion. Which one was which? Uh, Disco was on the ground. So, so Hoovy did the flying. So Disco was Matt Hardy? Yes. That makes sense. And who is Jeff Hart? Like drugs? That, 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 that checks out, actually. That's dead on. Nope. nope. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. fine with it. Yep. Hit all day long to do that move. You <laughs> got yeah. like that. Uh, Ray hits the Bronco Buster on everyone in the ring, and then Tiger does one to Jindrak. Sanders with a reverse neck breaker on Disco for the win. After the match, O'Hare hits the Sean Ton bomb on Tigress. Of course he does. <laughs> Although... <laughs> He's new as fuck, but man, he protected the shit out of her in that move. Right? Yeah. He hit that so beautifully. Not like Jeff does now. Who just lands Quiet. on motherfuckers. Jeff in 2022 reminds me of Randy Savage in 99 when he, Jesus, couldn't, he couldn't take the bump anymore, so he just Stopped. planted guys <laughs> with that elbow. Fuck, even right. Parker likes the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, we go off site and Goldberg has finally arrived to the uh, hotel. Apparently it took had, long enough. He had to drive to fucking... <laughs> Dallas. They're in Kansas. Yeah, he drove to Dallas. We're Jesus get, we're get, we're get back to Goldberg in a bit, guys. But we're going to go back. I know. I was like, yeah, more on that one. Okay. <laughs> fuck, dude. Uh, we're going to Pamela with Chuck Palumbo as uh, he has a title shot tonight. And Palumbo says he's going to take what it is his. So our next match is Booker T versus Chuck Palumbo for the WCW heavyweight title. In Wichita. <sighs> the world title and Booker continue to be firmly planted in the mid-card. And as we pointed out. Still better than the Rock's title reign. Right. Somehow, right? Fourth, fourth match of the card before Jesus. even before even hour two begins. Ouch! You you wouldn't. And that's terrible. But you wouldn't be mistaken if you forgot there was a title match on SummerSlam. So I can't say it's any worse. Well, we would be we we will be marking out no selling on that that's on the midweek. Angle. Yeah, more on that later. Which you can go to a no selling team dot com or Spotify. Not or, yet. It's not on there. No, it hasn't happened yet. But it will. You're no, preemptive. What if I'm, something happens? What if there's a major earthquake in between the two podcasts and we never get to record that podcast? But years later, someone's going to be listening to this on Spotify and they're going to go looking for that podcast and it doesn't exist because we died in a horrible earthquake. Or Apple uh, podcast. It's up to you guys to find out where you find it. Yeah. He just finishes the plug. Good true pro. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you got it, right? 1-900-909-9900. There's no ref. So, but then Russo comes out wearing a ref shirt. So. The collusion, the cahoots is on. They're in cahoots, Joe. <coughs> you know they are when Palumbo high fives at Russo as he enters the ring. <laughs> that's, you know wh- that's a little odd brand. Do you know where I was with the, this show had broken me, and I was like, WWE oh, cannot yes. get any lower. So I was like, you know what, Palumbo for the title. Let's just do it. Yeah. Who cares? They wouldn't have lost any more viewers. Nah. No. I'm, I'm team meat, baby. Uh, Booker with the harm sidekick. Uh, Booker hits a spine buster, then rolls through it to roll him up. 
Yeah. It was so, I, I threw me way off. I'm like, did something just happen? I, he was, I think, supposed to do something else, and he just lost where he was at. So he spine busted and then rolled up, and it's like, oh, we're going to do a count here, but Rooster doesn't do a count. because well, he forgot that he actually can't do the people's elbow. Yeah. Like, he can call it the book game, but he can't just straight up do the people's elbow. But you can't, you can't explain that one away. <laughs> the Harlem elbow, probably, you know? The, the, I'm not going to start. I can't, nope. Can't, I don't know. Okay. The ebonic elbow? The ebonic elbow. <coughs> uh, Booker oh, yeah. gets in the face of Russo and allows uh, this allows Palumbo to do a sidekick to Palumbo uh, uh, to Booker. Palumbo <laughs> gets the cover and Russo does a fast yeah. count, but for a two. I kind of just want super kick himself. I've seen it. <laughs> uh, uh, Booker rolls up Palumbo and Russo takes his time to get to the ground, but as Russo starts to do his one, uh, Palumbo's already out. Uh, commentary says if something happens with Goldberg, we're cut to it. It's a title match. match. All right, that's yeah. it's good. Uh, in my notes, I have that was ten minutes ago. Did Goldberg get locked out of the hotel? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember them ever cutting a Hogan match to go to the hotel to see, you know, Ricky Steamboat beat up his his wife. Uh, Booker, Which actually would have had the fans cheer. It was actually the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she was beating, beating the fuck out of him. him. Booker, uh, Booker hits another Harlem sidekick, but the natural born thrillers come out. They all attack Booker until Vito comes out and make the save with a stick ball bat. That's where we are. The number two babyface is Vito. Yep, with a stick ball bat. You have a guy who uses an actual bat in this company, but let's bring out a stick ball bat. Nothing strikes free in the world like a stick. Now you know. It's not even a kendo stick. I guess if you're from Staten Island, it does. Why the fuck would you be from Staten Island? Are you a loser? You can't help where you're born. You can. You can lie about it. I was born. No in one checks that shit. I was born in Beverly Hills. Forget about it. <coughs> no, anyway. Yeah, he's. I'm nice. from New York City. Can't you tell by my accent? <laughs> I do declare. Uh, Kevin Nash runs down with a chair and hits Booker with it. I mean, rundown's a strong word. Uh, Russo's in an argument <laughs> with Vito, but turns around and he does a fast count. Your winner and new WCW Heavyweight Champion Chuck Palumbo. Told you he looked good to me. That I just wrote. Jesus Christ. Before whatever happens, happens. I was just like, you, what? <laughs> on, on TV, Chuck Palumbo is going to pin Booker T. Forget about it. Jericho Triple H, this is not. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the equivalent of uh, Hogan getting rolled up by the Brooklyn Brawler and winning the title. <laughs> What's I, happening? I mean, fuck, dude. <laughs> well, not so fast. As, the, as they're celebrating, the cat comes out. Cat uh, says that Bischoff put him in uh, him in the commissioner position, and Russo, you're just a writer. So Cat uh, says that Russo and him have the same amount of stroke, right? And then says something to the effect of, "You can't overrule me, and I can't overrule you." And then he so now, Joe, what happens next? Cat says the match hasn't ended, and it's going to restart. So you overruled him, but he overruled him. Excellent, Cat. Thanks. Well, who wrote it? Who like, wrote it? <laughs> uh, Vince wrote it badly, and Cat delivered it poorly. Like this is a shit show from all directions. <coughs> but, <laughs> but not so. But hang on, hang on. Then it gets uh, to me worse. This is why you don't give Cat scripted material. This gets worse. It gets worse. The Cat kicks out Natural Born Thrillers. Okay, and it's okay. like you guys are out here. And the Cat uh, says, since the, uh, this wasn't a official match, Booker's still champion. Booker's then's like, no, I don't want the title because 
No, get this baby. I face didn't earn it, and Palumbo's should be champion still. Look, I know he's a baby face, but Booker T from from Harlem or from Houston or from Harlem at kayfabe should not even as a baby face be that humble baby face dude. He should be like, give me my fucking belt back. Yep, that's what he should be. Yep, they're making him into like Bob Backlund, nineteen eighty one champion. They're making him into a paper bitch, which actually middle of the card. Yeah, no, that's right. He's been, they're making a Bob Backlund 1981. Hmm. That's where you want to be. It's actually where Russo grew up watching, so... Mm. Maybe he thinks this is how a world champion is brooked. Uh, cat start restarts the match and tells Russo to get out of the ring as the cat takes off his shirt to show off that he has a ref shirt on. It's not quite what he said, Joe. He said, write your ass over to the commentary desk. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay, Russo goes to commentary and argues about what just happened and how Palumbo should be champion. Uh, Booker hits an axe kick and then hits another Harlem sidekick, and Book hits the bookend to retain, re, re-win his title. Yeah, so is he checked, is this a, does he regain it? No, remember he said he never lost it because that match, uh, the ending didn't count. <sighs> this is so stupid. This is terrible. Look, this was god-awful. What in the man. flying fuck are you doing with your title? <laughs> I mean, I know it's quote-unquote just a prop, no one's saying it's not a prop, Vince Russo, but what everybody has said and what Tony Khan has shown in the last three years is that you can use that prop to make more fucking money. So treat it with respect, and it'll give you more prestige. And rating. But we go off-site, guys, and Goldberg has finally entered the hotel as he's running up some stairs. So Right, so you could clearly see that he came in from outside, right? Which yeah. was, this is a two-story hotel. Yeah. It took him 25 minutes to get off of his bike that he parked to run up one flight of stairs. We've already established he likes to park far away from where he's actually I mean, going. And I think he got locked out. Did he go to Waffle House first? Like, what in the fuck is he doing? It takes a while to get the covered, smothered, and brothered, or whatever the fuck It's he either he got locked covered, out. Covered, smothered, baby. He either got locked out, or he went to the wrong hotel first. Now, that'd be funny. Oh, my God. Like, I forgot what you He barged into some other person's over there in the middle of fucking... Like, fuck somebody's, eat, somebody's eating their own dog or something. Then he yeah. spears him on the bed. <laughs> You're next. Uh, Goldberg finally gets to the floor, barges in. Uh, no one is there. Goldberg rings the mirror that uh, says that, uh, see you at the building. Uh, she's okay for now. And then he's like, what building? Damn it. <laughs> Wish it had been more specific. This is like, well, this Bill is Goldberg. bad versions of the Animaniacs. This is terrible. Like, what are we doing? This is worse than last week. Will Bill <laughs> Gelberg find his girlfriend, Beth? Find out next time. <laughs> oh, God damn it. But speaking of next time, let's go to our next match as it's for the Juggalo Heavyweight Championship. Mary Beth. As it's Vampiro and Tank Abbott as uh, the Insane Clown Posse decides to kick out the commentary team as they're on commentary now. Oh, goody. They're doing yeah. their alter egos from that Japan and I, death uh, match too. This is funny for about 30 seconds, and I was like, yep, I'm over this now. <coughs> you went longer than I did in terms of thinking it was clever. Yeah. Mm. Uh, boring chance uh, start. Um, you, mean, you mean JCW isn't big in Wichita, Kansas? No, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Tank knocks out the ref and then knocks out Vampiro. ICP runs in, uh, but Tank takes care of them as Muda then comes in and sprays the green mist in the face of Tank. Uh, three count comes out and checks on Tank. He then shoves them away and he leaves. There's your match. 
I brought it back. I just wrote Juggalo's segment. It wasn't even a match. Yeah. Whatever the fuck this was. Uh, we go backstage. We see Scott Steiner arriving uh, with Goldberg's go- uh, girlfriend as he's yelling at her. Uh, then we see backstage with uh, Vince Russo arguing with Vito about how Vito was down there to help Booker. So Russo then decides to make a match with Vito against one Kevin Nash. I guess Nash will be here tonight. Why didn't you just book the world title match to go on last? You don't worry about that. That uh, that prop, I wouldn't worry about that <laughs> yeah. prop. Our next match is for the Hardcore Championship as it's Chronic, both members of Chronic, <laughs> versus Norman Smiley. That doesn't seem fair. Smiley, not fair. Smiley asked for this match because he doesn't want the title. <laughs> uh, however, Brian Adams joins commentary. Um, Smiley whacks Clark with the kendo stick. Clark gets the stick and then whacks Smiley back. Smiley jumps over Clark and grabs a trash can and dances, but uh, Clark boots the trash can in the face of Smiley. Uh, Clark knocks Smiley to the outside. Smiley goes over and at, uh, to Adams and slaps Adams because he wants them to both beat him up. Adams hits his full Nelson slam, and Clark hits the meltdown. Chronic's going to hit the high times through a table, but they're, but those damn Harris brothers come out to attack Chronic. <sighs> They hit the H-bomb on Clark, who goes to the table, and then they throw Smiley on top for the win. So still, hardcore champion, Norman Smiley. Fucking Nazis are back. Smiley's talented enough to make anything at least halfway entertaining. <laughs> so I like the idea that he's like now an unhappy hardcore champion who doesn't want the belt and is desperate to get rid of it. There's like comedy in that, and he can pull it off. But yeah, you, yeah, get the fucking Nazis and Chronic off my goddamn TV as soon as possible, will you? That's terrible. Uh, we go backstage with the cat talking to Lance Storm. Uh, Storm says that he revoked Carl the Rave's roulette's uh, license, and that's why he's not in the States anymore. They can't go to the States. He had to think of something. So, so the cat yep. makes a tag match for that Canadian heavyweight title. As I mean, Mike Awesome, General Erection versus Storm, and a partner of the Cat's Choice. Okay. Uh, backstage, we see Beth asking Scott Steiner what does he want with her, and he just says that she's just a pawn so he can get to Goldberg. Uh, we're going to Pamela Vito. As Vito says that he's no longer friends with Russo, and he has a chance to take out one of the biggest guys out in WCW. So, so our next match... <laughs> It's Kevin Nash versus Big Vito. Uh, Nash dominates Vito in the corner with his high knees and back elbows. Uh, Vito suplexes and then hits the big elbow, but Nash kicks out. Vito hits a flying head. That's a cool move. Can we kick out of it? Right. (laughs) Uh, Vito hits a flying headbutt for a two. Uh, Nash hits the sidewalk slam and snake eyes. And then uh, Nash chokes slams Vito for a two. Uh, Nash hits the jackknife and goes... Maybe I should do another one and goes for another one, but one Booker, more time. but Booker T comes out and they brawl. Of course they do. So surprised Nash didn't knock himself unconscious, <laughs> picking up Big Vito for that jackknife, having that dong meat hit his face. Jesus Christ! So Jeez. first match smosh, second match, mm, no smosh. Hmm. Third match smosh. Fourth match, nothing but schmazes. Yep, nothing but... Yep, so we have like two matches so far. Uh, We're going to recap of what just happened, and then we see the doctor checking on Vito as he doesn't want help. So our next match is Lance Storm 
and a partner of the uh, choice picking versus Mike Awesome and General Erection for the Canadian Heavyweight title. As they're playing the Canadian National Anthem, is interrupted by his partner, one Jeff Jarrett. Ha <laughs> ha, at least the cat didn't screw him. But talk about putting the two guys I actually want to watch in the same match, and now I can just watch one segment. There you go. Call it good. I'm done. Uh, Rection and Awesome <laughs> run down as they start a brawl. Storm with a dropkick to Rection. Storm goes to cover, but Jeff Jarrett breaks up the pin. Rection power slams Storm and then misses the, the top elbow drop. Storm puts Rection the maple leaf, but the but uh, Erection is uh, able to tag in Awesome. Awesome with the sit-down powerbomb. Rection hits no laughing matter, but the ref is distracted as Elex Skipper comes in and hits a top rope leg drop. Rection and Skipper are beating, uh, fighting on the outside. Awesome gets in and goes for the Awesome bomb, but Jeff Jarrett hits Awesome with the guitar, but commentary wonders... Who's he actually trying to go for? Storm or Awesome? Just have one match where someone's not trying to fuck someone else over. Uh, Jared gets pulled to the outside as Storm makes the cover for the win. And what's with the weird booking where uh, the last two weeks, Skipper is by far the best member of Team Canada in terms of the one who's figuring everything out and fixing things. And (coughs) what is going on here? Who knows? Oh my! Uh, commentary talks about what just happened and uh, what has happened between Goldberg and Steiner. As we see Goldberg, uh, Steiner's dragging Goldberg's uh, girlfriend to the ring. As we go to a promo to end Nitro here. Yeah, by the way, last match was your main event. Yeah, so it's your main event. It's time for the main okay. event. Right. Action packed action. Uh, Steiner says there's only one thing that makes him happy, and that's his freaks. Uh, <laughs> says uh, Goldberg, uh, he's gonna oh he's gonna cross the line tonight and calls her bait. Goldberg comes out as. As he comes out, he just walks down to the ring. Well, it's not like his girlfriend's in danger here. His music hit. Yeah. So good thing the music was ready. Yeah, right. Instead of just, you know, getting your ass to the ring. Yeah. However, as he's walking down the ring, oh so slowly, one Jeff Jarrett attacks Goldberg with a chair. Steiner and Jarrett double team Goldberg until Booker T comes out to even the odds. But then one Kevin Nash runs down. Goldberg gets up and knocks everyone down, but then he comes out numbered. Rick Steiner comes out with a pipe and attacks Goldberg and uh, Booker, as then they handcuff Booker and Goldberg to the ropes, as then Scott Steiner puts Beth in the Steiner recliner. And he kind of killed kayfabe here for me. Don't get me wrong, I don't want to see a man of that size beat up on a woman. But he was as gentle (laughs) as you could possibly fucking be. With everything he did with her, like which his, is good. Don't get me wrong. She's basically just sitting on her knees. But just, but maybe like make it look a little snugger. He, <laughs> no one knows who it is. Just use somebody who can work, right? Just yeah, right. Get, no one knows who the fuck Beth is, anyways. Get, who gives uh, a shit. Get the what? Would you guys? What, Paige Stony Brook? Patty Stonebrinder. Yeah. No, no, you can't use a star, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta use a jobber. I apologize, my bad. He put some respect to Patty Stonebrinder's name. God damn it! I was like, you can just use her and have him go to town. But yeah, no, he was as gentle as you could possibly. Like, he, 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 that's, that's that's Mike Awesome's gimmick. We the, way, uh, the way the way he looked like it looked like uh, when a John Cena put the STFU on. It's like yeah, that's just, yeah, there's that's a lot of hurting. Breathing that move right there. Yeah, that's not hurting. Uh, this fucking show sucked. That was terrible. Oh my god! That was maybe, maybe the worst Nitro I've ever seen. It's Jesus, I mean, fuck, man! Remember last week when you said they couldn't go down? No, they went down. No, they did. They, they figured out how to do it. They found those fucking shovels. They found oh, them. Oh my god! <laughs> how did I know that he can be persuasive? But after watching the last few weeks, how did Vince Russo 
ever get work in TNA? How? Jeff Jarrett, bro. It's his boy. Ain't he great? My theory's not. What's funny is he tried to get rid of him so many times and Dixie wouldn't let him. Didn't take Jeff long to realize, oh, that's not a good fit. <laughs> God damn it, that was terrible. Well, let's go to the other one. It's got to be better than that by default. We're going to Lafayette. Yeah. Louisiana. God damn, Cajun country. Fuck this shit. I've never been to Cajun country. I have. Huh? Fuck this shit. I'm going to put a wall up, put it around that fucking state. For Monday Night Raw, August 21st, the year 2000, commentary team is one good old JR and Jerry the King Lawler. We start the show off with a recap of SmackDown of who's facing the rock of Stephanie gets to pick between Triple H and Angle or Shane or herself. Um, uh, turns out Triple H takes on the rock. Uh, Angle comes out to help. Oh, fresh match. Thank God. Uh, Thank we, God go, we got Triple H and the rock one more time. We hear uh, JR talking about how Jerry isn't at ringside, but he will be here soon. It's unlike him to not be at the booth when the show starts. We set the show off with the promo, though. Oh, that's probably where Kill Lawler's running fashionably late. But this time it's The Rock. Rock mentions how Lafayette looks like a boot. Where he, uh, Rock says that he wants to take his boot, spread some jambalaya gumbo, Louisiana hot sauce, shove it up Triple H's ass. Oh, that sounds good. I'm come through Triple H's mouth and then add some more hot sauce to shove his foot down Angle's candy ass. I think I like the, uh, the Cajun... Cuisine. Now. I don't know if you want to eat hot sauce up your ass. Though. Well, no, no, but I want to eat it on super painful. Yeah. I want to eat it on gumbo and jambalaya. I don't like gumbo. <coughs> I think I would. I mean, I've had one. Never had it. I think I've had jambalaya. I think I like Cajun cuisine. I like hot stuff. Uh, Rock says that. Um, That's an off-pot conversation I'm gonna have with you. Uh, Rock says that they seem like they're uh, that Triple H and Angle are together, but they don't because they have some uh, pointless goals to, together. One. Their goals for themselves are to go to SummerSlam and win the title, and two, win the heart of some $2 trash hoe. No. That's not what he said. He said oh. $2 rancid slut meat. There it is. <laughs> Which is so mean. I was like, how did you not write that down? I was like, once he said slut meat, I was like, excuse me? $2 That makes the other one seem like wholesome. Like, Jericho's like, damn, run speed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, a little stiff there. They have rock rancid <laughs> slut meat. All right. Brian Gortz had a bad day at the office, well, apparently, because holy fuck. I can, I'll just say this. I was uh, I watched it from my phone, so it was more of a... I was trying to type oh, and watch at the same time. Good God. Uh, rock wants payback, though, tonight as... Uh, so Stephanie. Jesus fuck. However, Mick Foley comes out. Uh, Foley says, tells The Rock that uh, he needs to come out. Uh, he, he sees that Rock has rage in him, that all this rage, he could lose the title... He's a raging Cajun on uh, Sunday. So the Rock, so Foley decides to make the most unpopular move, and he's giving the Rock the night off. It's mm, interesting way to go about things. That's a bold move. Kurt Angle and Shane come out. Angle says Foley was testing Angle's integrity by leaving his friends uh, last week. Angle proved by hitting the Rock over the head with a chair that he that he's proved that he has more integrity. <laughs> Jared was like. What? What? <laughs> Rock may have lost the match, but Angle has gained a friend, and he calls out one Triple H. Hunter. 
calls him fucking Christ, dude. This was so over the top. I love it. Uh, Triple H comes out and they both shake hands. Uh, Triple H says Angle proved himself by hitting the rock with a chair. If anybody could hit the rock over the head with a chair, you're a friend of mine. <laughs> um, rock, Triple H says that Rock should put the title on the line tonight oh. and uh, Triple H can beat him for it tonight since he's all in that rage. And Foley's like, guys, I'm sorry, but Rock has the night off. Foley says that Triple H and Angle are in a tag match, though, tonight. Play? Against one uh, Acolyte, oh. APA. That was Undertaker. Play? Uh, Foley brings up Shane taking on Steve Blackman for the title, saying that if uh, Shane survives the match, Shane can be at ringside with Stephanie as she's taking on Lita. Ste- uh, he brings up... Uh, oh, Stephanie brings up that she's confident tonight that the ref will raise her hand. And Foley thinks that the match might get out of hand, so he makes a special guest referee who has no ill feelings towards the McMahons. And that would be one, The Rock. I thought it was going to be Jericho when he was talking. I was like, oh, it's Jericho. That's where I thought it was going. No, it's pretty clear it was The Rock. <coughs> um, good segment. I like the stuff that came out of it, but again, cut three or four minutes off this thing. Like, and it's even tighter. Like... They're just now they like the smell of their own farts. Cut the slut meat. Yeah, cut no, the no, meat. no, no. Keep that in there. <laughs> they just like the smell of their own farts at this point. They just like to blow V eight as long as they can. And then it's like, cool. You could have wrapped that up four minutes earlier, but whatever. We go backstage with Taz arriving to the arena as he shoves the, the security guard into the uh, steel door. A little rude. Uh, Taz walks, and then stuff from a shelf falls onto the Taz, and it turns out to be that there was one Jerry Lawler lurking in the back. But he's taking notes. As he jumps down and starts <laughs> punching Taz until security breaks them up. Uh, Lawler comes out and joins commentate the announce team as Jerry says uh, uh, Foley has asked Taz to leave the arena. Oh, he don't bother me when he came out, too. Hey, Jerry, you're dressed to wrestle tonight, not to commentate. I'm like, bitch, he wears that every week. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. He's just not wearing the coat. It's like, J- Jim, you're dressed to eat barbecue sauce, not commentate. Jesus fuck, dude. Uh, we get a recap of Heat. Of It was Kurt Angle versus Matt Hardy. As How Ste- was he, Joe? I don't know. I haven't watched it. Uh, Stephanie threw uh, Lita in the steel steps into the, announce, uh, into the announce table. Well, I'm sorry because, you know, I don't have Heat. Heat paused on the... I could have provided Heat, but you refused to watch it. Yeah. On the cock. You refuse to watch it. Yep. Got a, he got a heat hookup right over here. Yeah. Holler if you hear heat. Well, let's go to our first match of the night. <laughs> As it's a tag match of it's going to be the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys. A uh, match is happening because of what happened on SmackDown. <laughs> yes. Devon and Jeff uh, were tagged, and there was miscommunication. That was a weird match. Uh, Edge and Christian come out during commentary, and Lawler asks if they're going to do one of their famous run-ins. Not tonight, guys. Not tonight, because tonight the, 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 we're, we're going to be doing a swerve. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christian begins to say what they're going to do, but then they said, you know what? We're going to be doing a run-in. <laughs> I, I love I, their own commentary. It's so good. I love the fact, once again, and we talked about when they did the this run-in stuff the first time. It's just like, it's just them taking their shots at Russo in a way of, we're going to do a swerve, bro. What it's going to be, it's just us going to be doing this. And you know what? We're just going to oh, do a run It's a run-in. It's, <laughs> a run-in. Oh, it's so good. Fuck it. It's a run-in. Uh, Jeff with the corkscrew moonsault to Bubba. Dudley's do the flying headbutt to Matt. Dudley's get, uh, grab a table, but Jeff does a somersault uh, plancha over the top rope to the outside. 
Hardy's hit Poetry in Motion. I'm sorry, that was Disco and Hoovy hitting Poetry in Motion. So on who Diva. was Disco? Who was Hoovy? Who did this? it better? Who did it better? Uh, Hardy's. Uh, Bubba, Bubba hits the Bubba Bomb on Jeff. Edge, and, uh, they decide to uh, do the run-in as Edge leaves the table and spears Matt. Jeff misses the Swanton on Devon. Dudley's hit the 3D, but Christian distracts the ref. Edge comes in and uh, hits Bubba with a chair. Jeff makes the cover for the win. There's a lot going on there. Yes, it is. You have six men. They got to do something. Almost too much. Almost. We go backstage where Trish wanting to know why they have a match tonight. And Val tells Trish because at SummerSlam, it's Eddie and China. They have experience. Trish, you don't. Val doesn't want it to be two-on-one. He wants it to be two-on-two at SummerSlam. It's fair. It's good reasoning. Backstage, we see the family talking strategy about uh, whose match is more important. The family? Was Big Vito here? No, it's the the family of the McMahons and Angle. Oh. I as, thought you meant the real family. As, Vinny, no. Malcolm, the Blanchards. Blanchard Country? Oh, this is Blanchard Country. It is Blanchard Country. A different show, guys. Um, no, it's, it's them, not Jobber Country. It's, uh, no, we just watched that. Yeah. It was on Nitro. Okay. <laughs> um, no, it's the, the they want to talk about what's more important. Triple H and Angle saying that their tag match against APA is more important. Stephanie, some of her title match with Lita is important, and uh, Shane with Blackman. As they're like, you know, everything's important. But then Triple H just turns his back on the uh, the commands and is like, Angle, this is what we gotta do. <laughs> As Shane wants to discuss what to do with Steve Blackman. So, so I just I didn't put it together till now because I don't think he's had one yet. So it's a tag match against the APA. So this is Angle's welcoming because they always give him one. Unless they had like a, you gotta fight the fucking acolyte sometime. Unless there was like a a heater shotgun match way early in his. I was like, this seems late to do this match. Yeah, he's he's proving himself. <laughs> well, he's gonna learn today. Hey, he's gonna get a finger. And also, up. he's uh, gonna get a finger up that ass. I don't know if one of those guys. I don't know if you want to shoot on Kurt Angle. I don't know if you <laughs> want to do that. I just I wouldn't shoot in the shower. Never mind. It's not gonna. Nope. Never mind. <clears throat> Next match. <clears throat> Or we're we gonna recap a SmackDown of China power bombing Val Venus off the apron to the ground. How? First of all, no. And then Trish breaking a tea pitcher over China's head. Uh, How dare you, China? Our next match is Val Venus and Trish Stratus versus Crash Holly and Ivory. What? Uh, what? Cryvery? Cryvery. Cryvery. Irash. Irash. There it is. Hi, Rash. Uh, we see China wanting to go down to the ring, but Eddie tells uh, her to just wait till SummerSlam. You're going to tear her apart. Um, we cut to China multiple times trying to get down to the ring, but Eddie stops her. Trish hits a bulldog, uh, bulldog on Crash. Where does that move? Uh, Crash and Val do a double clothesline to tag in the women. Trish is helping Val, but she doesn't uh, didn't know that she's tagged herself in. Um, Ivory with a scoop slam. Val hits a power bomb on uh, on Ivory, and then Trish makes the cover for the win. Eddie's talking to the monitor as China uh, heads down to the ring. Uh, China clotheslines Val. China goes for the power bomb on Trish, but Val misses the first clothesline and then clotheslines her again. Eddie comes down to make the save. I thought Trish needed the practice. <laughs> <sighs> We get a recap of what just happened. Then we see Foley, uh, uh, China want to get her hands with on Trish tonight, but Foley tells her uh, no, and says just uh, make sure that you want your match at SummerSlam. Your match now will be your tag match will be now for the Intercontinental Championship. 
Hmm. Love that. Um, yep. Should be good. Hmm. We can recap of uh, Kane turning on the Undertaker. No, oh, yeah. This, oh, I, <coughs> I am so done with the reason why Kane turned on Taker. He's a monster. You burned your family to death. That's why he turned on you. I just want them to be honest and tell the the real reason. Uh, Kane turned on him because Big Show got sent to fat camp. Well, well, for the second time. For the second time. He had to learn how to work in OVW. Brother. Well, it didn't work, apparently. Speaking of work, let's go to our next match as it's Rikishi versus Kane. Uh, Kane with the clothesline with uh, Rikishi doing his little corkscrew in the, in the uh, air. It's weird that two of these people are in a match later at the end of the year that are just crazy, right? Uh, Rikishi with the Samoan drop, but Kane rolls to the outside. Kane throws Rikishi in the steps. He grabs a chair. He hits uh, Rikishi with the chair multiple times to end the match. Too cool comes down. But the right to censor slow them down just a bit so Kane can give them each a chair shot. And then the right censors beat up Too Cool and then uh, Rikishi. Richards with the Steven kick to both members of Too Cool. And Bull hits his top rope leg drop to Rikishi. That's a big-ass leg drop. It's not exactly Bobby Eaton coming down on you. No. Bull is a big motherfucker, He's dude. Holy huge, shit. Huge dude. Yeah. Um, we get a recap of what just happened. So our next match, it will be Kurt Angle and Triple H versus APA. Hmm. I can't figure out a, a funny name for the Triple H Angle team, like hmm. the Olympic Kings or like, you know. King of the Olympics. That damn gold. Or the like, Special Olympics. The Special Olympics? <laughs> okay. No. no, no. <laughs> I would not have come up with that one, but all right. Uh, we see Rock watching Boom. this match as Foley wants to watch the match with him as yeah. he comes up behind him. Got to turn sideways. Uh, Bradshaw with the fallaway slam we'll on Triple H. Like uh, Triple H tags in Angle with a little reluctancy. Angle with an overhead suplex to Farouk. Uh, APA with a double neck breaker to Angle. Uh, Triple H and Angle attack Bradshaw's left knee. Farouk with the power slam on Angle. Triple H throws Bradshaw on the steps. Farouk's going for the dominator, but Triple H comes in and pedigrees Farouk for the win. Triple H and Angle celebrate. However, Triple H leaves as Angle celebrates a tad bit longer as he does his gets down to the ground Olympic win celebration. As then Bradshaw clotheslines Angle and then AP double spine buster and mm, double powerbomb Angle on Angle. <laughs> However, as all that's happening, Triple H gets on the apron and then it's like, you know what? I've, I've been, been here before. I'm, I'm not good. Yeah. Fuck that shit. He made the right move. Fuck that shit. You good. He's got a match on Sunday. I'm good. And he leaves. I, uh, I was proud of JR here. He didn't once bring up Division Three Abilene football, talking about his athletics bill. When you have a football hall of famer and Olympic gold fucking medalist in the ring. But that guy, uh, I'll have you know that... He's all-American in some 1,400 enrollment took in school. I'll have you know that A, Ron Simmons is not a WWE-bred superstar, and B, <coughs> he's black. So Vince says, focus on the, the homegrown guy, the guy I like. The guy's a Republican. He yeah. hates minorities. There you go. Vince's cup of tea. We get a recap of what just happened. Moments ago. Moments ago. Quick, because I forgot. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says moments ago, I think. Uh, backstage, we see Angle <laughs> running into the locker room, yelling at Triple H, what the hell just happened? It's fair. And Triple H's like, hey, man, we need to focus on Stephanie's match. <laughs> <laughs> 
All I'm hearing from Kurt is all about me. One, one, one. It's me, me, me. God damn it. And Kurt's like, yeah, I guess you're right. We should help Stephanie focus. God so damn it. So great, dude. Then we get a promo with the right to censor. As Steven says that they obtained the results of a... Uh, oh, the the way they obtained the results is irrelevant. As Steven brings up Rikishi and now how he looks, how... Uh, how would people let uh, their children dress and act like Rikishi? He shows Kane beating them up earlier. I guess Kane's not a member. Who knows? Uh, Foley comes out. Well, I mean, fast forward a few years. Yeah, he looks like that. Checks out. Uh, Foley yells, shrimpin' ain't easy. This was, was so good. <laughs> Godfather, not happy about that. Shrimpin' ain't easy. <laughs> ain't I believe easy. I read that he actually was not happy about that. Like, he didn't know Foley was going to say that. And he already hates this fucking gimmick he's in. And so he took it as a personal affront. I wouldn't want to piss that guy off. I mean, he's a little bitch. But uh, Deal with it. time, it's wrestling business. At the, the same time, up. I'd be like, come on, that's a good line. Your cash does paycheck. Shut the fuck up. It's a good line. <laughs> it's a fucking really, you know, when we went from the, when we went from the Micker. Well, uh, there was a the house show. Micker. He talks about a house show in one of his books where he did the same thing only because he had a limp. Yeah. Was, and it came up with a limp and ain't easy. Yeah. And again, Godfather was not happy with that one either. <laughs> Let it go, man. I'm a champion. Shut up. Jesus, yeah, Foley dude. talks about yeah. Basically, he talks about how the food is here, and then how shrimping ain't easy. Uh, Foley says that people can do whatever they want to do. So uh, Foley I, says well, the three of them being the, in the ring, uh, WWF has become less fun. So Foley makes a match at SummerSlam of Bull Buchanan and the Goodfather versus Two Corn Rikishi, and he goes, "Wait, that's a little unfair." And Stephen, you're in the match, so it's a six man match. So, a couple thoughts here on this. Uh, I have this the first, I love Right to Censor. <coughs> it's the first promo where I was like, yeah, they didn't really do it for me. This, was, this wasn't very good. Is, is it because this is the first promo of theirs where they had to sit there and be the patsies for the baby faces? I think so. Yeah. I think so. That this is the first one that no one interrupted them. Well, fully interrupted them. Well, the complete opposite of what you just said. <laughs> this is the first one that someone has interrupted them. Okay. That's what I said. You said hasn't. No, I said has. Mm-mm. No, you. I said has. <laughs> check, check the. Well, I just checked a moment ago. You said hasn't. <laughs> let's go. Let's recap ourselves so, a moment ago. Also, a bold move. Uh, they, they've done a good job not having Steven be in a match. They've done a really good job holding that out. And you want to make people here we go pay. pay to see him get his comeuppance. Yep. Which will come up again later in the week. Uh huh. <laughs> It's it's easy storytelling. It, they, it's not hard. We go back. They, it. they forgot how to do it though. Right. We go backstage. Well, they choose not to. They, they don't know how don't. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't want to. We go backstage <laughs> with Shane talking to the posse. Brings up how they're former tag hardcore champions and how why shouldn't they be champions again? <laughs> Shane has uh, Rodney and Pete jump Blackman, but Blackman attacks them with his nunchucks and then goes after Shane. I mean, they didn't have to bring them far, but they really brought them back just for this. Yeah. Because by this point, they're down in Memphis. Yeah. Training. And Joey Abs is long gone. Um, I was like, all right. What Memphis happened to Joey Abs? Uh, ironically released for work as he was the only worker in the group. There it is. And these guys were sent to developmental to get better. Just kept Joey, but it's fine. He wasn't uh, Shane's real life friend growing up. Well, so that. he was expendable. Well, there's that. No nepotism, though. We see Angle trying to leave again, but Stephanie says that she wants him at ringside with him, with her. She needs him. She needs him. Ooh. You know you want me. We're going to recap about... 
We're going to recap the SmackDown of Ben Wall uh, having Jericho in the crossface leading to our next match as it's Chris Jericho versus uh, Perry Saturn. Oh, that feud's back. For the uh, European Championship. If he loses, he had to wear a dress again? Maybe. Tell us the other thing. Oh, so real quick. Sorry, I had to point about our right sensor. Man, I like this. I love the group, right? But it's been a year since that Al Snow shit happened with the doll. Like, mm-hmm. Can you let it the fuck go? No. I mean, Jesus Christ. You know who you're talking your about. Your ratings are still crushing. No one gives a fuck. But they did lose like two sponsors on SmackDown, so you know Vince McMahon My God. is still pissed off at that. We have a right to watch what we wrote. Yeah, you do. And so do they. I Shut no, the fuck up. I have no doubt in 2022 Vince is still pissed about that. That fucking panda got him again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, Saturn picks up Jericho uh, up, picks Jericho up upside down and rams him uh, chest first in the turnbuckle. How? Jericho with the jumping back elbow. Benoit runs down to attack Jericho as the ref has to break them up. Crazy ending to this match on Nitro. Oh wait, uh, raw, 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 brother. That's what I meant. Uh, well, look backs- in the ring and tell me what you think it is. <laughs> I know. Worldwide? <laughs> yeah, sure. In uh, 96 and 97, yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, we see backstage no. Shane uh, talking with Trish. Um, so he was going to tell us something in private. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I'd like to tell Trish something in private as well. Learn how to work? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, backstage tri- Triple H is showing Excuse Stephanie me. how to do some moves, but Angle is tells... Go back to Brunette. Uh... Angle uh, comes in and tells Triple H that he's showing her the wrong moves and maybe she should listen to him because he's won a gold medal. This skirted a line for me that I did not like. I like I like that it's like, okay, they did the whole Triple H with compromising. Mm-hmm. and They're going to do it with Angle and Steph now. I get that. I'm fine with that. What I didn't like <coughs> was the reasoning of what I did was real and what you do is fake. Yeah. Didn't like that. Because what world are they in? Yep. The world where it's fake. Yep. So maybe don't draw attention well, to someone it. Don't say yep. that. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, Didn't care for that. Triple H leaves the room as Stephanie says, you know, let him show me some moves. So uh, he turns around and Kurt Angle's pulled down his singlet. Yeah. Why are you leaving the room? We can watch them do it. Yeah, it's like you don't right? have to be like, he's we, like, only, I, we be, only train in secrecy. Now get out of the room. He's like, I'll be outside. Don't worry about while I'm getting naked. Oh, put, that, put that do not disturb sign on the door, please, buddy. You got a sock? <laughs> uh, Blackman's head to the ring, but Tess jumps him. As I guess our next match for the Hardcore Championship is Steve Blackman versus Tess. Not Shane McMahon. Poor old Tess still doing the McMahon's bidding. Damn. They fight through the crowd to get to the ring. Tess hits Blackman with a trash can and uh, puts it on Blackman. Uh, Tess goes to the top rope, but Blackman hits Tess with the trash can. Blackman hits Tess with the trash can lid in the back of the head. Albert comes out to help Tess. Tess brings in a fire extinguisher and is going to go spray Blackman, but Blackman kicks the uh, Tess and Tess sprays the uh, Albert with it. It's a good reversal. Uh, Blackman grabs his fighting sticks and takes out TNA. Edge and Christian come out to attack Blackman. (laughs) Shane comes out and hits Blackman with the kendo stick for the cover and the win. Your new hardcore champion, Shane McMahon. It's funny because as you said that, I had visions of him in the six-sided ring just beating off everybody. Whoa, what? (laughs) What? Whoa. I had different visions. What? There's uh, Angelie Love there. What's happening? Uh, I'm blocked out. <laughs> Come back from commercial. And, oh, uh, what? <laughs> uh, Foley shows up to congratulate Shane that uh, 
But he says Shane tells Shane that Blackman deserves a rematch at SummerSlam. So Shane freaks out, lays down, and calls for a ref to someone to pin him. Edge and Christian decide to do rock, paper, scissors, who who should be a double champ. And so Foley's good. like, why, why don't you guys just double pin him so you guys can be co-champions? He's an official. I can just do this right now. Yep. And Foley's like, does the, he does the count, but then he stops and says, you know what? The 24-hour hardcore championship rule has been it will be lifted, will be on uh, pause until after SummerSlam. That's awesome. <laughs> this whole segment back here was good. This was really funny. This was good stuff. So uh, Shane will be having to defend his title. That. Shane Edge Christian just having comedy gold. Yep. Who, who would have thought of that comedy troupe? That's just, fuck, man. They're so good <coughs> together. Um, we see uh, Foley then uh, tell Edge and Christian that they have a match against one DX tonight. Yeah. Uh, then we go to New York with Miss Kitty showing up. Oh, then we get a recap of SmackDown on Miss Kitty uh, having Rikishi stink face Terry. We go backstage with Angle showing Stephanie some moves. Angle lifts Stephanie up and Triple H barges in and, tell and calls Angle a terrible teacher. That's, that's, that's why this, like, obviously it's not as good as the Trish segment. It's not going to be able to like, She's wearing long pants with a tucked-in shirt. Trish mm-hmm. was in a tiny skirt. Like, I don't... Right. I don't understand. This, this just wasn't as good. It wasn't. Yeah, well, because Stephanie wasn't going to... They're not going to put her in that pos- blatant of a position. Not yet. They do. Although she is rancid slut meat, according to the <laughs> champion. $2 rancid slut meat, but, you know. <laughs> please play that up. <laughs> uh, we find out that during the break, Terry attacks Miss Kitty and stink faces her at WWF New York. Oh, what a punishment. Yeah. I was like, can I get Crowd a Crowd popped for a different reason. <laughs> yeah. Boing. And I was like, pops later on. I was like, what the? Is that a, is that a all right. So our fir- next match is Edge and Christian versus DX. Oh, God. Edge pulls Road Dog out to the outside, and ba- uh, Christian does a baseball <laughs> slide into Road Dog. <laughs> yes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It's the end of the match. Okay. Jar announces that X-Pac and Road Dog will be facing each other at SummerSlam. Hey, there it is, Corey. X-Pac with a spinning heel kick on Edge, X-Pac, and Road Dog, Eiffel Tower, Christian, um, to find out who's going to hit the finisher. However, Edge and uh, X-Pac and Road Dog then shove each other, and Edge spears X-Pac. The Dudleys come out and set up a table, but Edge and Christian run off through the crowd. Dudleys follow. X-Pac and Road Dog argue as Road Dog is on the apron as they're leaving, and X-Pac accidentally headbutts Road Dog, and Road Dog goes through the table. You accidentally headbutt someone. All right. I uh, I just loved X Pac channeling his inner Bubba Blanchard in this match and just <laughs> yelling as loud as he can for Rodon to do moves. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. But Jesus Christ, this is more drawn out than any other goddamn storyline I can remember yeah. wrestling. And the like mega powers exploded in less time. And people cared about that one. <laughs> right. Nobody gives a fuck if they fight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We've already had the new new mega powers with there it is. Uh, Henry and Dilo. You shut your fucking mouth. No one forgets. Uh guys to go over main event. As it's for the WWF women's championship, Lita versus Stephanie McMahon. Now hold on. You just main event. They would lead us to believe that the first women's main event was yeah. Lita versus Trish. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this company whitewashes history to fit their own narrative? Stephanie's in the match. <laughs> how the <laughs> fuck does that make sense? I, I, I was going to bring that up about how this is the first ever women's main eventing Monday Night Raw during the Attitude Era, but we whitewash in like three years. I didn't know this happened, so I was like, Me too. wait, what? Come to think of it, I always, I mean, I remember it being a main event. I just never bothered to... 
you know the first ever type yeah. stuff. Well, no, it's just when they when they made such a big deal out of Trish <laughs> yeah. and Lita in two thousand four. I never bothered to really think and be like, oh wait, it has. I mean, like before. the Lita Trish thing was. I mean, they built it up to the show and like it was a big deal, but like this clearly happened. Yeah, yeah. No, I you know. Okay, <laughs> uh, with your special guest referee, The Rock. Um, Lita gives Stephanie. Uh, he should have came out in a rock referee shirt. There's a two. Uh, there's a two dollar piece of rancid slut meat in this match, but hopefully tonight she'll win the title from Steph. Damn, damn son. Uh, Lita with Shots some Lita. super safe I mean, arms. Her, but she does have a reputation. Sexually supportive. No big deal. Some super safe forearms on Stephanie. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I Shane events can take it. You're not punching Stephanie in the face. <laughs> Uh, Lita tosses <laughs> Stephanie around the uh, ring and then hip tosses her. Lita with a Hurricane Rana on Stephanie. Almost broke her neck. Maybe don't have Stephanie do that move. Triple H trips a- uh, Lita as Angle is in the on the apron striking the rock. The Hardy Boys come out to attack Triple H until Angle comes over to help him. Wait, they didn't walk out slowly after the music hit? No, they okay. didn't. Or they didn't pose sure. either. They just, they just ran. Uh, Stephanie with a monkey flip to Lita. Stephanie then with a DDT to Lita. She's, she's in with the current hot moves. There it is. Uh, Lita with the head scissor takedown. Lita with the jumping bulldog off the ropes gets a two. Lita goes for the moonsault, but Angle trips her. Hardy's Triple H and Angle get into it all again. Angle tries to give Stephanie the women's belt, but The Rock tosses Angle in and starts punching him. Triple H attacks The Rock until Angle accidentally clotheslines Triple H. Uh, Stephanie tries to hit the rock, but with the belt, but the rock spine busters her and uh, in the position for Lita to hit the moonsault. Lita hits the moonsault for the win. So you're new women's champion. Yeah, the rock somehow makes Vince Russo look like a straight and narrow referee in this match. He fucking plants her, then drags her to the exact spot and then tells her, hit your finish. God damn. Hey, he was just moving her out of the way. She was in danger. There you go. She I didn't want to get hurt. I loved... Uh, when when Rock caught Angle and trying to give the belt, King was like, "He's just showing her what what she's fighting for." Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Really funny. <coughs> so, women's, new women's champion, Lita. It's the best women's all she ever I hit. Mean, thank Christ. It's about time to get the belt off Stephanie. I so. mean, well, I mean, they put one on Shane though, so it's well. Yeah, gotta have McMahon. McMahon still has a belt, yeah. baby. One one for one, right? One in, one out. One in, one out. One yep. in, one out. Yep, exactly. I've seen that video too. Do a man's one belt? <laughs> something Ask like, him titties. It's something like that. Something. Rich titties. So, guys. Raw. Raw. Man, okay, thank you. Uh, let's go to the ratings. Uh, last this week, should be close. Do- WCW got a 2.4, while WWF got a 5.9. This week, WCW went up to 2.6. What WWF went to a 6.2. I can't wait to see next week's natural rating then. They got a .9. <laughs> Uh, what it deserved to be was 15.2 to 1.8. That's what it deserved to be. <laughs> but, most people throwing their TV out of their window in our nitro. Yeah. Weird. It was weird. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> What's not bad is the favorite part of the show. The award show. <laughs> Let's start off with best match. Hmm. Not a lot here. Yeah, not there's uh, not a lot to pick Hardly's, from. Hard, Hardly's. Yeah, I guess the Hardys and Dudleys. And Dudleys. I'll go Harvey's best. and uh, the Dudleys. Okay. Uh, Jabroni match of the week. Uh, Norma versus Chronic for me. That was dumb. I'm going to say Booker T and Palumbo. 
There was just so much monkey shit in that match. Uh, Kiwi, Paisley, Cajun, and Guns. There's that. Who is your MVP? Mick Foley. And I actually have a problem. That'll be my WTF, by the way. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Mine's related to that. It's Edge of Christian. I enjoyed their work the whole night. Um, yeah, Edge of Christian for me as well. I Ooh. think it's great. Uh, who's your motive? Vince Russo. I mean, fuck, dude. Yeah. Russo. Russo. Jesus Christ. <coughs> uh, WTF. Corey. Well, um, it dawned on me with Foley winning this again. Um, what the hell? They both, in my opinion, both companies have lost the plot in the year 2000. When was the last time any of us picked a uh, MVP for, you know, the actual wrestling part of it? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I picked Lance Storm. Yeah, before that? <laughs> the majority of the picks are, are promos or commissioner type guys. Mm-hmm. Like, can we get, I know it's the absolute height of the attitude shit. Can we get like a competent wrestler on TV for a while and just focus on that. There's guys who can do it, but it's not pay-per-views. Doc. You know, we're going to watch pay-per-views for that. Got to have the 25 minute opening promo on raw. Then Foley has to have multiple. Thank God he can do it on WCW. They may not have the opening promo, but there's multiple cat things in the back. Russo's got to drag his fucking dick flapper out there to talk and talk. I mean, fucking hell, man. <sighs> I want some wrestling. Nah, can't do that. We're, we're out. We are, apparently. <laughs> uh, mine is just, I brought it up. but uh, So this is the actual first uh, women's match to main event Raw. And they just whitewashed a Stephanie McMahon match, which is weird. You would think that would be pubbed all the time. That might have been her that chose to whitewash it. That also doesn't make sense. She loves herself. But she doesn't like to focus on the in-ring stuff she's done. Very, very reticent to... It's better than the promo she does, though. It's just weird. Oh, I know. But, uh, <laughs> don't get me started on her. Remember when she's blonde? Yeah, more on that later. Joe, what the fuck? Uh, Vince Russo. Go to hell. <laughs> Damn. I mean... Short to the point. Come on. <laughs> Watching this week's Nitro, and it's like week one after going to Canada for a month. Or just a pay-per-view in two shows. Felt like a month. <laughs> you know, he knows time. I know. That was a that was three days, Joe. Was it? <laughs> it was literally Jesus three days. Jesus Christ. Sure? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It was Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Yeah. Last time I checked. That's a checkup. Last time I checked. Math, math does not compute. Yeah. My recollection. To the best recollection, uh, we've moved to Canada. Yeah. For a month. Like Wichita's in Calgary, I believe. But just I watching just watching this week's Nitro and like just going going to points of like, hey, if Nash doesn't show up, you get a title match. What? Chuck Palumbo. Chuck Palumbo. And he wins it. And then more 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 mm. of the he wins it in a way, but then for me it's just the idea of you know, Booker T going, well, I didn't win it back fairly, so I don't deserve the title. Like, bitch, you didn't lose it. Corey? Mm, yeah. On a big brand like this, like a, a national brand or whatever, mm-hmm. or a major company, even as a joke, is there anyone who's earned a world heavyweight title shot quicker than Chuck Palumbo? Mm, let me think. 
world title, not not the second reign like Santino got it on uh, the night one. No, no. I'm just like, like, like what are we? Thing. What are we doing? No, this was just like, hey, there is there is a YouTube video. I haven't watched it yet. This will be funny. But it's like all the title changes in WCW, and it's just the heavyweight title, and it's like a 15 minute video. Well, this is the year it famously changed his hands 25 times. 25 times. So it's, it's clear they somebody sees something in Chuck Palumbo. Like his hair. It'll take AEW 25 years to have 25 world title changes. That's all right. <laughs> which, is, which is fine. Yeah. That's okay. Somebody's uh-huh. like, hold my coffee. I can do that in three months. <laughs> what up, dog? But yeah, it's. Uh... It sucked. I, I've been going back and watching the old, like, 97 stuff, and I'm oh. like, God, this is... F- that's Nitro. Yeah. Which we and that's how you do a, a fucking angle in Canada, bitches. That's how you fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, and that's how you do it. Right. So, this brings an end to this week's Monday Night War Stories as we're moving on to the midweek war stories, which we will be marking out no-selling WWF Summer Slam Fest series. There it is. I hope so. I haven't. Uh, I've never really watched uh, the SummerSlam in whole. I don't think I have either. It's an interesting watch. So, mm-hmm. but that's on this upcoming midweek war stories. As we'll bring you the pay per view war stories next week for WWF SummerSlam. But for you to find all of our content, you go to NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com, where you can find all of our blogs, all of our podcasts that we do for all of you lovely, lovely fans. You can also find all of us all on the social medias. You can find NoSellEntertainment on all the social medias, and you can find all of us at NoSellEntertainment.com. You can also find all of our podcasts at Apple Podcasts. And while Corey is a Juking and jiving, he's listening to us on Spotify, baby. I put on my yellow polka dot boxers. There it is. And I just, just cowbell on my hand, and I just and you, to the podcast. And you just and you're throwing uh, salt on you, like oh my sci-fi, oh mm-hmm. my sci-fi. Joe, this this podcast needs more cowbell. And then it really does. And then uh, the, the the part that anybody who's around me hates is that while I'm doing my juking and jiving and listening, and I have those yellow polka dots on, if anybody comes near me, bionic elbow, baby, hundred percent, And you can bionic, bionic, bionic. It's the I don't want to I don't want to take your spot. So I I do my own. You know my my his liver spot. I'm pretty sure Joe had a stroke. It's my Vince Russo swerve of bionic. I don't want my your bionic. I want my bionic. Elbow, because I came up with the name. It's probionic. He likes to eat bananas. It's for guys. Yeah. For gut health. <laughs> it's for guys who likes to help other guys work out. Just stop the podcast at no And you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.